It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. Since Friday, Sitka has reported two more coronavirus cases, according to data from the Alaska Department of Health and Social Services. The new cases keep Sitka in high alert, with a seven-day case rate of 10. Statewide, the case rate is falling, with a 12 percent decrease in positive cases since last week. Currently, 72 percent of Sitkins are fully vaccinated, and 76 percent are partially vaccinated with one or more doses. Since the beginning of the pandemic, Sitka has reported a total of 1,245 positive cases, 26 hospitalizations, and five deaths. Alaska's next COVID update will be published on Wednesday. A federal judge has rejected the Dunleavy administration's legal challenge to a special rural subsistence hunt authorized by the feds during the early months of the COVID pandemic. As Coast Alaska's Jacob Resnick reports, a southeast tribal government in Cake had organized the deer and moose harvest out of concerns about food security. About a year and a half ago, fresh groceries in the community of Cake were in short supply. It was the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic, and meat, dairy, and other perishables weren't showing up on the barge, as nationwide hoarding caused shortages of basics like toilet paper, flour, and other staples. And also, workers key to the nation's food web were getting sick. Our uh, meat supply kind of got pretty low because of the uh, virus hitting the meat packing plants in the lower 48. Joel Jackson is president of the organized village of Cake, the federally recognized tribe in the Kupernoff Island community of a few hundred people. The normal hunting season doesn't begin till the fall, and it was too early for the salmon run. But there were plenty of deer and moose in the dense forests, so Jackson went looking for permission to organize a community hunt, first to the state agency that oversees wildlife. I went to the fish and game, first of all, and they absolutely said no. That's not going to happen. In the end, the Federal Subsistence Board authorized a special hunt for the community of Cake in June. It went as planned. We got the two bull moose and five male deer. Uh, you know, it was all distributed to our tribal members or to the community. But then Republican Governor Mike Dunleavy's administration filed a lawsuit claiming there was no food security risk. It raised a number of procedural objections to allowing the special hunt. There's long been tension between state and federal authorities over subsistence rights, and the state's position was that the special hunt was exclusionary and an example of federal overreach. But Judge Sharon Gleason rejected the state's request for a restraining order against the Federal Subsistence Board. She also rejected the state's objections over the board's excluding urban hunters harvesting moose in an area of the interior, which the subsistence board had ruled was needed for public safety. That had been a second part of the state's lawsuit. In a 49-page order issued December 3rd, she rejected all the state's arguments. The Native American Rights Fund, which offered legal aid to Cake's tribe, welcomed the ruling, and Tribal President Jackson says it was a victory for tribal sovereignty. You know, I think that's a very positive uh, thing because it's a very real possibility when Alaska solely depends on everything we get from the lower 48. Things can go south in a hurry. A spokesman for the Department of Law released a short statement calling Judge Gleason's ruling contradictory to federal legislation that protects the rights of all hunters on federal lands in Alaska. He said the state was considering an appeal. Reporting in Juneau, I'm Jacob Resnick. Delays in a marine highway vessel's return to service could cause southeast Alaska communities, including Sitka, to go without ferries for several weeks after New Year's Eve. 
As KHNS's Mike Swayze reports, the Matanuska was supposed to return to service in late December, but state officials say now they're not sure when it'll be ready. The Matanuska was originally set to begin sailing later this month after coming out of its regularly scheduled overhaul. Now travelers are being told by local ferry booking offices that their sailings have been canceled. And the AMHS ticketing website shows no sailings to the Upper Lynn Canal for all of January and most of February, while its other main vessel, the Lacante, is being overhauled. Alaska Marine Highway System spokesperson Sam Dapsevich told KHNS in an email that additional steelwork has to be done on the Matanuska before it can go back into service, but he didn't say when that would be done. Meanwhile, ticket agents have been phoning passengers to reschedule their trips. Liz Lavoie had a reservation for a new vehicle to be shipped to Skagway from Bellingham on December 22nd, but on Friday morning she got a call from a reservation agent. She said, well, I'm sorry to, you know, give you bad news, but the Matanuska has been held longer in the shipyard. And so the 22nd sailing that you had a reservation on is now canceled. But um, we're just going to move you to the January 8th, which is the next available sailing. And it only goes as far as Haynes but you will get a $14 refund. Meanwhile, in Haines, Matt Gilson says that he'd booked a holiday trip down south. He was planning to take the ferry from Haines to Auk Bay and fly out of Juneau the same day. But about three weeks ago, he got a call from the Haines Ferry Terminal saying his trip had to be rescheduled. Since we're bringing our dogs down to board in Juneau, seaplanes wasn't a very good option. So uh, we decided to take the Lacanti, meaning that we're going to have to travel down two days before our flight, pay for two nights in a hotel, and all the, the meals and, and extra stuff that you get when you have to spend time in Juneau. Jilson appears lucky that he's able to travel at all this winter. Other Upper Lynn Canal residents like Skagway's Melinda Munson found out on Thursday that trips on the Matanuska had been canceled for January. That's when she was planning to ferry to Juneau for dentist and doctor's visits for her children. But with no ferry, she'll have to cancel those appointments. I've got one kid who can't go on the small plane because he's got autism and he rocks back and forth. So it's a safety issue for him and for everybody on the plane. And we're going to do some doctor's appointments. And so that's um, not going to happen either. As of Friday afternoon, there was still no official word from the State Department of Transportation regarding the cancellations. Questions posed to Governor Dunleavy's office asking why there is no backup in place for the Upper Lynn Canal were left unanswered Friday afternoon. Skagway Mayor Andrew Cromata says he's been in contact with his counterpart in Haines to see if the boroughs could work together to charter private vessels, especially for traveling high school athletic teams. But he says Upper Lynn Canal communities have been burned before. Last year, Skagway chartered a private catamaran with the understanding that the state would help pay. But they've yet to receive anything. So, you know, we're in a situation where we're literally left holding the bill for something we were promised we would get reimbursed for from the state. Meanwhile, the Taslina, one of the Alaska Marine Highway's newest vessels built for servicing the Upper Lynn Canal, remains tied up in Juneau. Coast Alaska reported earlier this week that the Alaska Marine Highway says it will not activate the $60 million ferry for a short-term fill-in. So for now, confusion is the only answer being offered by the Alaska Marine Highway System, giving Upper Lynn Canal residents more anxiety over holiday travel plans. Reporting 
From Skagway, I'm Mike Swayze. According to an AMHS press release issued Monday, the sailing schedules for the Lacanti and Kennecott were adjusted to accommodate the dropped Matanuska sailings through mid-January. The Matanuska was set to come to Sitka for the first time on December 26th and several times throughout the month of January. KCAW reached out to confirm if the Kennecott will replace that sailing. The Kennecott is still scheduled to be in Sitka this Wednesday. It isn't set to return to Sitka again until January 11th. Some Alaska lawmakers and aides who normally take a ferry to Juneau for the legislative session were scrambling to make travel plans when they found out the Matanuska would not be back in service before the new year as planned. Late last week, the Alaska Marine Highway System had no sailings from Haines to Juneau for January. That's how many legislators get themselves and their vehicles to Juneau for the session. Over the weekend, though, new trips were added for the Lacanti and Kennecott, and everyone who had planned to go from Haines to Juneau was rebooked. State Representative Andy Josephson usually packs up what he needs for the session in his car and drives from Anchorage to Haines and takes a ferry to Juneau. He changed his plans to ship the car from Whittier and fly to Juneau. He says he will miss his annual routine. I'm not one who's objected to having to do it that way and make the drive through Yukon and British Columbia. I got some satisfaction out of it. Juneau Democratic Senator Jesse Keel says the ferry system should be prepared to avoid situations like what happened last week. He says he appreciates that the system rebooked passengers for other trips, but it's too late for those who had to make alternative travel plans. That is a good adjustment. Um, now, it's it's uh, cold comfort if you're a citizen who uh, bought all their plane tickets and hotels and now has to change all their reservations and stay extra nights somewhere. The first day of the legislative session is scheduled for January 18th. Taking a look at the community calendar. The city and borough of Sitka encourages residents to be prepared for the winter, which may include dangerously cold weather, strong winds, coastal flooding, and heavy snow possibly resulting in prolonged power outages and difficult travel. For information on local preparation, you can follow a link on the community calendar posting. The Alaska Marine Safety Education Association conducts a Mariner's First Aid and CPR AED class at 9 a.m. today at the Northern Southeast Regional Aquaculture Association. You could register at amc.org or call 907-747-3287. The herring protectors give a free screening of Ya'at Wuni, Respect for All Things, at 5.30 p.m. today at the Coliseum Theater. A panel of herring protectors will be there to answer questions afterwards. Sitka Climate Action Task Force meets at 6.30 p.m. today via Zoom. And the Sitka Marine Mammal Commission meets at 6.30 p.m. today via Zoom. The public is invited to attend. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.